Uh, and joining us right now is uh, State Representative Tim Butler, who will be at the Bank of Springfield Center this afternoon and all throughout the weekend uh, for what's going to uh, possibly transpire. Uh, it's anybody's guess, really, because lame duck session. Uh, it's amazing what can happen uh, in just a short amount of time. Uh, it's right here with the WMAY Morning News Feed on 92.7, 94.7, and 970 AM. Representative, thanks for taking time with me this morning, and Happy New Year to you. Um, first look, off... Look, any any morning that I get to start off with Jane's Addiction, uh, one of the best concerts I've ever seen at Lollapalooza. I, I'm fine with that. So but, good, but, good but, job that it's on the rotator. <laughs> but the fact that it pulled that up, uh, well, been caught know. stealing while the legislature is getting go. ready to come to town. I mean, that's just uh, kind of apropos. There you go. Uh, Representative, um, you know, let's let's take a serious tone here. Um, yesterday, uh, you you uh, shared some thoughts, uh, and even after uh, the events that happened in D.C. on Wednesday, you shared some thoughts online. Uh, and I want you to kind of share those thoughts with us here in the listening audience. Um, your perspective of what happened uh, in Washington D.C. and uh, how we move forward uh, as a country uh, in, a, in a unified front to uh, condemn any type of political violence. Well, first of all, I'm appalled at what happened in uh, Washington a couple of days ago, um, uh, an insurrection, an invasion of our our seat of government by our own citizens. It's, it's unconscionable. It's, it's, in my 53 years, it's one of the darkest days um, that I've ever seen in uh, as long as I've been alive. Uh, you know, look, I'm a, I'm a 20-year congressional staffer. I've worked on the floor of the United States House of Representatives. I've sat at that front desk at a member of Congress's office uh, on Capitol Hill. I really feared for the safety of so many, so many staffers, especially uh, when I saw that happen. And the fact that that this, that this was egged on by uh, a rally that the president uh, urged people to march up the Capitol Hill, and that these were obviously people that supported the president, who's a member of my party is 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 terrible and we shouldn't stand for it uh and i hope people are prosecuted to the full extent of the law what we learned last night is that a capitol hill police officer died because of this along with a woman died who was there who was a veteran and that is just unconscionable and that's honestly that's at the feet of the president he egged this on he urged it on and and he has to take responsibility for it beyond that my party needs to get our act together we can't stand for this stuff. Uh, and I know there's a lot of people that support me that supported the president as well. But look, this is this can't happen. And it's not going to happen on my watch. And I'm not going to um, allow my party to be hijacked by a bunch of thugs that invade the capital of the United States of America. You wouldn't necessarily have a vote, so to speak. But do you think that the president should be impeached and removed or uh, the 25th Amendment invoked? Well, I think at this uh, personally... My opinion at this point in time, with 12 days left in his presidency, that's a moot point. It's going to take long enough to get that that figured out. Congress isn't coming back in session until next week. They're going to have to come back. They're going to have to call him back. It's going to take days to get that done. I don't. I don't see that that happen. 25th Amendment. I don't. You know. That's. I mean, obviously, Vice President Pence would have to start those. I. I don't. I. I you know. I don't think that's the right avenue to go. Um, the president has 12 days left on his presidency. He needs to he needs to make sure he's presidential and he carries out the duties of his office. We've seen we've seen a raft of, of high level people resigning from his administration in light of what happened the other day. I think that's a wake up call, certainly to the president, that he needs to keep his nose straight for the next 12 days 
do his job and then allow vice president or excuse me president elect biden to come in uh in a manner that that can lead the country forward State Representative Tim Butler joining us here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Uh, so from Washington, D.C. to the seat of the Capitol here in Springfield for the state of Illinois, uh, you've got, of course, increased security uh, around the Bank of Springfield Center where you guys are going to be meeting for an alternative location uh, because of COVID-19. Uh, so what do you anticipate happening with this lame duck session? Uh, and uh, do you see any urgency to address some of the major issues like uh, the state's $4 billion unbalanced budget or the state's backlog of uh, uh, employment security issues or the state's backlog of uh, uh, firearm owner identification cards or name whatever issue you want to bring up from from COVID-19. Do you see any urgency to address those things? Well, first of all, I think this is going to be overshadowed by the the problems that the House Democratic Caucus has in trying to determine who the next Speaker of the House is going to be. That's going to overshadow everything that, that we do this week. We've seen in media reports over the last several weeks that the that Speaker Madigan has gone before multiple groups within his caucus and promised them all sorts of things about legislative agendas and drawing new legislative maps and all this kind of stuff. He's doling out goodies left and right, it seems like, to try to sway votes to be, to be Speaker again. We've luckily got 19 House Democrats, at least, that have pulled, are saying they're going to hold strong and not vote for him for Speaker. I think this whole thing is going to overshadow what we do this week. Beyond that, to your point, you know, no, we're not talking about that stuff. We're talking about huge buckets of items that the Black Caucus has put out there, which are legitimate things to talk about, but that they want to shove through in a five-day period during a lame duck session when we should be talking about the pandemic, we should be talking about the budget hole, we should be talking about the hundreds of thousands of Illinois that have a problem with IDS. And you're right, people's Second Amendment um, uh, constitutional rights being violated by by the state of Illinois, we've got a bunch of huge issues, but instead we're gonna we're gonna focus on things because the speaker has promised the Black Caucus to run an agenda. It's it's you know it's it's ridiculous. I think what's going to happen over the next few days. How in the um, super minority can Republicans you know uh, highlight this that uh, there seems to be more uh, political uh, influence uh, or at least uh, political um, consideration moving forward uh, here we are in the midst of the the global pandemic altering uh, every aspect of our lives uh, but we don't see actual substantive discussions to I don't know maybe uh, provide a check of the governor's authority to uh, maybe uh, help guide some of the the problems that need to be corrected like IDES what what can you guys in the super minority even do uh, about uh, highlighting that? Well, for, first of all, we're going to be in session for the first time since May, which allows us to give a platform to bring these these issues to light through talking to the media, which unfortunately the media is going to be pushed outside of the, the convention center, basically out in the out in the, the hallway outside, which is another thing that's ridiculous that the speaker's doing. But I think, you know, we have a microphone that if we talk about this stuff, we can work with uh, like-minded Democrats who want to see a change in in the House of Representatives to try to get some stuff out there. Look, I've, we've got a bunch of legislation that, that we could push. I've got the bill that would rein in the, the governor's 30-day emergency uh, order powers and make sure it sticks with 30 days, or else he needs to come to the General Assembly and get and get approval of it. We've got ethics reforms. that have, We started talking about, really talking about ethics reform over a year ago, going into the veto session of, of 2019. And we have not acted on anything. I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there that we should be doing, but instead, you know, the speaker's the speaker's making promises on on, on other things. 
and and I, you know, the lack of the lack of focus and the lack of priorities on the things that are actually in front of us is astounding for the General Assembly. The pandemic is something we need to respond to. We need to figure out what's going on with the budget. There's no, as far as I know, the governor hasn't convened a meeting of the of the uh, the four leaders since right after the election. I mean, you know, the governor needs to get engaged and start figuring out what the path forward is on the budget as well. We're talking with State Representative Tim Butler here on the WMAY Morning News Feed, getting a bit of a preview of uh, what could happen with the lame duck session heading into the new General Assembly that uh, takes the oath of office uh, on January 13th. Uh, and then from there, uh, you know, we, we have a couple of vacancies that have been uh, announced in the uh, in the state Senate. Um, I don't know. Are you uh, in the district of uh, Bill Brady? Yes, so I am. What, yeah. what's, uh, what's the likelihood of you uh, eyeing that seat to be appointed to? Yeah, I, um, you know, I gave it some thought after uh, Senator Brady announced last, last Thursday his resignation. Uh, uh, was interested in it, certainly. Um, you know, I think, I think it, it would be an opportunity, obviously, to continue to serve people in my area, but go up to the Bloomington Normal area, which is a place that I'm familiar with. But at the end of the day, you know, I told uh, Leader Dirk and Leader McConkie and, and the county Republican county chairman in, in my district that I wasn't interested. Uh, I enjoy being in the House. I enjoy being in House leadership with Leader Durkin and uh, looking forward to continuing my service in the House, which, you know, I was just reelected to a two-year term, be sworn into the 102nd General Assembly next week. So looking forward as um, doing my job in the House. State Representative Tim Butler, I'm sure you'll uh, uh, be annoyed by me uh, sending you uh, some messages and trying to get you on the horn uh, as we see the uh, the, the, the ongoing um, uh, efforts at the State House, which is going to be at the Bank of Springfield Center, um, because as you said, the, the media is uh, going to be a little bit limited as to how much uh, they can be on the, the floor and actually cover uh, what happens at the State House. So uh, yeah, be looking for those messages and for me to try to get some comments and maybe I'll, maybe I'll ask you to help wrangle some uh, some other lawmakers that i could possibly get on the phone um and while we uh, sort through what happens in the next five days sure thing happy happy to help anyway state representative tim butler here on the wmay morning news feed best of luck uh heading into lame duck and we'll talk soon bishop take care i appreciate it